0: Welcome to the Motorhome Matt Podcast. Caravans, campervans, motorhomes and more. It's the place to get hints, tips and impartial advice from the expert himself, Matt Sims. Brought to you by ThatLeisureShop.com. Join us on the journey with
1: Motorhome Matt. Welcome back to the Motorhome Matt Podcast. I'm Keith Gooden. Good to have you here. And with me, as usual, our expert, it's Motorhome Matt Sims. Hello, Keith. How are you doing? I'm fine. You too,
2: Matt? Yeah, very well. Yeah, Um, good to be here again
1: fantastic we made it good to have you here now you might have noticed if you're watching on video there's not just the two of us for this week there's three hear no evil see no evil speak no evil who's our special guest today matt this is jason maulsey hi jason how are you doing hi matt yes very ver-
2: well thank you he's a very good friend of mine from the north tell us where you're from jason uh tottington motor
3: company uh so tmc motorhomes up in uh, manchester
2: yeah brilliant good to have you here so jason you <laughs> kindly joined us today to share with me I and mean, we've known each other a long time and we compare notes on our on the industry and our experiences but jason uh, so you know at tottington they they sell motorhomes and cars and hire them as well and we thought it'd be great to get jason's view on some of the stuff that we've been talking about over the last few months so what's your your current experience like of the industry um
3: well new motorhome supply is still extremely difficult we've still got uh, customers that orders. Uh, Motorhomes with us back in uh, the summer of 2021. Uh, still not taken delivery. They've still not been built yet. Uh, they've been now rolled over by the manufacturers over into season 23. It's it's tough. It's very tough.
2: Yeah, it is tough, isn't it? And we've got the show coming up at the NEC in a few weeks' time in October. Yes, uh, it's September still as we record this. What's going to be the visitor experience? Do you think with with stock? and future availability. What's your thoughts?
3: Um, I I think the manufacturers are certainly working hard to make sure there's a good selection of stock Mm -hmm. on the stands. I was speaking to one manufacturer only this week who, uh, you know, they were saying they've got 11 motorhomes on the the actual uh, stand, which was not far off the full range. I think there'll be lots to see. I, I think the You know, the issue will come around. uh, You know, if you're going to the show and you want to order something, the uncertainty around the pricing uh, and the delivery dates. I think that's going to be the real issue. So, you say uncertainty around the pricing, what do you mean? We're being told at the moment, as dealers, that uh, from most manufacturers, that due to the rising costs of the chassis and indeed the the components and the parts that make up the motorhomes, that they can't offer any price protection. So the forecasts at the moment are that the chassis in particular will keep rising.
2: What you're saying is back to Brexit tariffs. The well, potential of. Prices, potentially. You're going to buy it, and the price is going to go up before you pay for the, back, the, the, the end of it.
1: I think it's a given. Would you buy one, Keith? Well, I was just thinking on that basis, uh, you know, I want if I want a motorhome, I go along, I go to my dealer. He wants or she wants to sell me uh, that motorhome and give the best service that he can. But, Jason, as I understand it from what you've just said, I can order it. The dealer will sell it to me in good faith. I'll put up some money as a, a deposit to show my good faith. But actually, it's the manufacturer who might come back and change the terms of the contract that I've already entered into with the dealer. Am I thinking right on that basis? Um,
3: I, I think the actual contract, as, as such, is more. You know, will be rubber stamped that there is no price protection at the. Sh- you know, and, and unless some manufacturers are running some show offers, for instance, and one of those show offers potentially could be price
1: protection.
2: Wow, we've uh, never seen that before. You know,
1: we're hoping as dealers that that might be the case. So you can go along. Let's. Unless- Forget about motorhomes. If I was going along to buy a car, I could go along and buy a car, but the dealer can say to me, Well, you know, I'm advertising it at £25,000, but actually, it might be £35,000 by the time you get it. As I understand it, that's what you've just said. Are people going to buy on that basis? You know, as I was travelling
3: um, this morning, I took a call from the office. Exactly that customer wanted to order a new motorhome, and that's what we've had to tell the customer. And that you know, we will we will quote the price today, but we can't guarantee that will be the price at the point of when that motorhome is built and ready for delivery.
1: And what was the response of the potential customer?
3: Uh, the
2: customer's paid the deposit, so they've gone ahead. They, they've gone ahead and ordered because yes. the
1: desire to have the motorhome overcomes the uncertainty.
2: Yes. Yeah. And that's a big driver, isn't it? Yes. Uh, We've had, we've practiced this already. As I say, I refer to Brexit, you know, that distant memory and, and there was a risk of tariffs. And I remember the show where people were ordering on the basis that this could go up. You could see a 10% increase and it will be Brexit driven. So we, we are kind of used to it. And it's, it's like COVID, isn't it? Lockdown. We know what to expect. We've, we've done the dress rehearsal. We're prepared. Uh, but I think with pricing on motorhomes, we've been there before. And people know, and I think accept yeah. that this is the reality. And the other issue, the price, but also when will it arrive? You know, the dealers will give, when well, you will give a, an expected delivery date based on what you know now. But that, could change couldn't it
3: absolutely and and i think you know it's important to get across that this is across leisure as a whole it's caravans it's static homes
1: it's yeah. motorhomes it's everybody's in the same position yeah so as a consumer that desire to have that motorhome uh, or a caravan whatever you're buying should trump uh, perhaps the uncertainty of the manufacturers because as we've been discussing for the last year really mad uh, this purchase isn't usually going to be a depreciating purchase you are making an investment not just in your holidays but perhaps for the future as well no guarantees no. but actually the market isn't as unstable as some might have you believe no
2: and we and jason and i both know and both seen how used prices have just risen and and continue to rise you know we could buy a motorhome today and probably in march it would be worth more wouldn't it Next well year.
3: we you know we like most dealers we've been busy buying back motorhomes that customers purchased from us we're seeing customers that purchased in 2020 we're actually giving them their money
1: back that they paid for the motorhome today
2: yeah absolutely oh i've got a customer in 2018 we've mm. just done
1: that and mm. they've had their holidays they've enjoyed their motorhome and they're getting the money back that they paid they've paid. had
2: four for. years of holidays mm. yes and, mm-hmm. and and actually they get all their money back And with your customers now,
1: uh, Jason, how how are they paying for things? Because this is a finance episode. We will be uh, hearing later on from an expert talking about how you can finance your dream. Um, But as a dealer, how have you seen people coming in? Are they demanding finance because of the financial uncertainty or or are are they buying in different ways?
3: Well, if we just look at the last few weeks, um, out of the uh, sales that we've seen over the last few weeks, there's been very, very little uh, request for finance finance um they've been uh, cash purchasers uh, often with a part exchange you know that's that's good to see
1: because inflation now running at just below 10 percent. it's taken a little bit of dip in this september but not much but i suppose if you've got savings you're thinking hang on a second i've got fifty thousand pounds saved up or i've taken my pension um tax-free
2: payment i don't want to see that being eaten away eh? no and at 10 percent is now worth 45 i'm going to spend it yeah, invest it in something that's going to go up in price, yeah. and that's a challenge, isn't it, for for many uh, as the prices go up. But then there, of course, there are many who do need some finance. I mean, you're not seeing them in your business. I think you know people are holding back a little bit at the moment, but there are undoubtedly people that will look at the price at the show, the screen prices as we've said before, and that I think they're going to be in for a shock. You know, it was sixty thousand a few years ago, and now it's going to be 75 easily
3: well i'm seeing average price increase on new products is running at
1: around 20 well, percent
3: there
2: we are yeah exactly and that's going to happen again isn't it into next year so- yeah, and
1: you have to understand the manufacturers aren't necessarily profiteering on this no their raws, raw materials have gone up you know if they're they're getting the wires or, or getting the steel or the aluminium for the the chassis all those prices have gone up and they're paying more to their suppliers so don't think it's profiteering it's not
2: no they're just reacting to their supply chain and having to pass it on, you know, I think many manufacturers now reached a point where they have no choice but to pass it on. Uh, they've swallowed it, haven't they, for a while. At the beginning of this mm. chapter we're in, yeah, and prices were fixed and were guaranteed, but that is dissolving, isn't it? We're seeing, or you were telling me how one manufacturer started you know, their tone of their letters has changed from, yep, price fixed, no problem, to can't guarantee the price anymore. Very much so, yeah. But, but it
1: must be said the dealer will do their best for you.
2: Of course. Yeah, we're in well, we're in business. You know, we're on the end of this. Yeah, you know, we've got mouths to feed. And and on that, Jason, what you know, what's what is the future for the businesses at the front end of this? Yours and mine are family owned and run businesses. You know, we're family and friends teams. We're we're small SME businesses with a team of people with mortgages to pay and rent to pay, you know, and, and at the end of every month, we look at the payroll and, you know, there are real people on the end of that. And that's the case for most of this industry, isn't it? At risk of crystal ball gazing, what's your view, do you think, of the future over the next 18 months, two years, that short term for those businesses in our industry?
3: Well, I'm, I'm very pleased that my business, like yours, Matt, is a diverse business. You know, we we have lots of lots of things going on in our business. I would be extremely concerned um, if if my business was just new or or indeed used motorhome sales. I'd be extremely concerned. The fixed overhead doesn't change. No, The, The supply and the supply issues I feel will be continuing certainly well into the second half of next year.
2: Yes. Undoubtedly. And I think we both have higher operations as part of our offering. I think that's in for a boom next year. I'm feeling very buoyant about it for 2023, given the inquiries we've had. Mm. Uh, And I think the price of new, the purchase price and the price of used will mean people consider hiring one instead. Do you agree?
3: I do agree. You know, I think certainly... Thinking about hire and looking at our our businesses and the asset cost, um, as we see in the asset cost rising, it, it rises for us as well um, mm. operating higher fleets. And, you know, I think my advice would be that if you are considering hiring, then book early, try and lock the price in. Yeah. Um, because as the asset cost is going up, no doubt the actual, the, the, you know, the higher fee will go up. Yeah.
2: And it's very unusual for hire companies to put the price up once you've booked, isn't it? It is unlike when you're buying one <laughs> the sound yeah. of it.
1: and it must be said as well if you've got that motorhome uh, sitting at home and uh, you haven't considered getting in touch with a business such uh, as uh, Matt's uh, then uh, you could make some money a- out of uh, your motorhome you by, by hiring it out and, and of course uh, as you said yourself with this problem with supply and demand if you want that motorhome holiday actually next year it looks like the only way to get it if you haven't got a motorhome already or could even be. if you've got one on order is to hire
2: we have a customer at this moment who is in a hired motorhome from us with one on order which they'll get next year and it's their i think it's their third holiday they've hired because they can't they have to wait for their own one
3: exactly the same position we've got customers that have hired this season just because theirs hasn't been delivered but they'd plan the holidays
2: well jason thanks ever so much for heading south it's You're been welcome. great to have Good you on see you Really good to look inside your crystal ball. It's a mixed bag, isn't it? It is. We don't want it it to be doom and gloom. And it's not. We're actually, you know, we're both very excited about next year. It's a challenge and it's a bumpy road. But it's such a great pastime, isn't it? And we both get to do it ourselves from time to time. Sometimes with the wives and kids. Do you own a motorhome, caravan, campervan or tent? Head to thatleisureshop.com for all your outdoor living essentials outdoor furniture leisure vehicle spares accessories and more visit us in store or shop online that quote the discount code at the checkout motorhome mat for 10 pounds off when you spend just 100 pounds ThatLeisureShop.com. proud to bring you the motorhome mat podcast ready for the adventure
1: it's the motorhome mat podcast i'm keith gooden
2: Here's our expert. It's
1: Motorhome Matt Sims. Hey, Keith. Today's uh, podcast is all about finance financing yeah. your purchase of a, a motorhome and all the intricacies uh, of that purchase, buying into your dream,
2: making the dream affordable.
1: And talking about making the dream affordable and just looking at the dream. The big show is at the NEC in October, isn't it? A few um, weeks away. Is it the Motorhome and Caravanning Show, is it called? Motorhome and Caravan Show, yep. yep. Uh, we have got two ways where you can get tickets. Way number one is we can get you a discount on the tickets. Uh, hey, all you've got to do is go onto the show website, not mat No, mcshow.co.uk. Uh, when you buy your ticket, put in where the little box it says discount code EX1. Is that no, right?
2: That's correct. EX, the number one.
1: So Echo, X-Ray, and a number one, and you it. will receive a discount. few pounds off. Fantastic. Pay the electricity bill with it. Uh, okay, then, Matt, there's a second way, a more exciting way of getting a ticket, and you don't have to pay a penny.
2: No, you can win them we are giving them away we've still got pairs to give away uh this is the last week we're going to announce this because then we're going to start announcing our winners you can do that by going to our website motorhomemat.co.uk forward slash ask matt now we want you to there record or enter your funny sad but memorable uh, motorhome caravan or camper van story make us laugh make us cry had a couple that have made us shed a tear, haven't we? Quite a few have made us laugh. Whatever your story is, we want to hear it. If you're brave enough to record it, hit the orange button, record your story, and we will play them out on the podcast. Uh, and we will pick the best. We're, we're sort of making up the rules as we go along with this, aren't we? But the best makes us laugh, makes us have an emotional response.
1: Is that fair? I think that's very fair. And when we say best... We don't necessarily mean best. We mean the one, as you say, that makes us laugh uh, or makes us cry or makes us do those things after a bottle of wine, eh, Matt? Get careful. (laughs) (laughs) So we've already picked one winner, haven't we, Matt? Who was that?
2: We have. It was the lucky Donna. Donna submitted her story, which I have to say was rather moving. And Donna shared her story as to how her caravan holiday saved her life
1: really is a remarkable story. Uh, Winner number two is Scott. We've got Scott's stories here. We're going to share it between us. Scott says, just a quick little story for you, as I really do hate the sound of my own voice. Scott, we wanted (laughs) to hear you. About five years ago, my wife and I were going to buy a caravan so that we could stop over when we were travelling around the country, delivering things that we make. We went to a place in Leeds that had a good selection of used vans and started checking them out to find a layout that would suit us. After the first dozen or so were just too small, we're talking about caravan here, we spotted a tag axle
2: bailey and headed inside. Wow, we couldn't believe how much room there was. Even the bed looked luxurious. So I barged past my wife, climbed on it, laid down and then it all went horribly wrong. It seems that when it had been parked, the legs at the back of the caravan hadn't been lowered. Have you any idea how long a tag axle caravan is when it's pointing up to the sky? They did a wheelie in the caravan. <laughs> he
1: got in bed, the front of it went hooy. <laughs> Luckily Scott goes on to say my wife was quick thinking and ran to the front of the caravan. You can imagine that uphill. Uh, this image is best presented if you insert the running sound effect from a cartoon right here. <laughs> the front end shot down with such speed that i wonder to this day if we did any chassis damage boing needless to say this really put me off caravans and hence we're going to buy our first motorhome at the nec
2: i've actually done that have you (laughs) yeah i got in the caravan went to the back just to grab something on a hill as well and uh, I didn't realise it had been unhitched from the car by a friend of mine who was being very helpful and I promptly fell over in the back and ended up pegged to the back window.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like those Garfield things people used to put in the back of the car. Yeah.
2: <laughs> honestly. And it's, then it started rolling down the grassy hill as well. It's, oh my goodness. Anyway, I'm still here.
1: Cue the Benny Hill theme. Yeah, it was
2: yeah well done scott great story made us chuckle pair of tickets going to you we'll be in touch
1: and remember we're not paying for your travel you're not paying for your accommodation but we are giving you two tickets so just one more time how do people win as they've heard
0: scott's story
2: yeah you can enter go to the website motorhomemat.co.uk forward slash ask matt hit the orange button and record your story or if you'd like scott you're not brave enough to hear your own voice you can enter the words on the page and press submit
1: We really would like to hear your voice. And also, uh, when you're putting your details in, tell us where around the UK you are from. Now, we're talking about finance in this podcast, uh, Matt. And you've been talking to somebody who's a real expert.
2: I did. I caught up with an old friend of mine. This is Steve. And uh, I caught up with Steve just to ask him a bit more about how leisure vehicle finance works as people head to the show and when I think they're in for a bit of a shock with some of the screen prices. Steve, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm very well indeed. Thank you very much. Thank you for giving us some of your time uh, and for sharing your expertise with our listenership. We've got the big NEC show coming up, haven't we, in October, just a few weeks away. You guys have a stand. Uh, We'll come to that in a bit. We'll find out where people can come and say hello. But I think people going to the show are going to be in for a bit of a shock. The screen prices are going to be significantly more than they might have seen before. Yeah, we were taking photos of screen prices back in 2019. I think we're gonna see 20, 30, 40% more on some of those prices this year. And finance, of course, is a great way, isn't it, of people being able to afford that screen price. How do people go about finding finance and how, you know, how does it work? I suppose the first
0: thing I'd say is I absolutely agree with you about the screen prices at the show. There is gonna be some shocks there supply because of the, the war in the Ukraine and of course COVID as well has meant that there's been some, some challenges on supply, not only of motorhomes, camper vans, caravans, but the whole vehicle sector. You know, you'll, you'll have heard this on cars and we see it on commercial vehicles as well. There's some real challenges around supply and that, as you rightly say, has driven up prices significantly. So there's no doubt there's going to be some, some large increases this year. In terms of will customers be surprised? Yes, I think they will. But in terms of how they can finance a motorhome, it's pretty straightforward, Matt. if I'm honest with you. People can speak to the dealer. If it's a main dealer, they will likely have their own finance option available through um, one of the main um, funding suppliers or manufacturer finance scheme. But through the likes of ourselves as a finance broker, there's many, many solutions that we can provide. Um, I'll give you our details later in terms of our website and how customers can contact us. But finance on a leisure vehicle is commonplace, particularly on more expensive vehicles where, you know, most people don't have the sort of outlay that's required to buy. You know know what the numbers can be on these vehicles, you know, 50, 60, 100,000 pound plus quite easily on motorhomes and camper vans are, are more expensive at the moment as well. So, Yes, it's finding solutions which perhaps are low deposit options for customers. A manageable monthly payment is critical. Always useful to go into one of these shows knowing roughly what a monthly budget can look like for for a potential customer. Through our website, a customer can go on and have a look at uh, how much they can borrow and how much that monthly payment equates to. So they can go to a show or go into a dealer knowing roughly what they've got to play with can they buy a 40 grand unit can they buy a 60 70 grand unit these are the monthly payments is it affordable it's a fairly straightforward process there's lots of options out there we'd be delighted to give advice to uh, to customers
2: so you are a broker so just explain to us what that means compared to you know the other players in the market
0: two types of way to transact really so you can go direct to a funder that funds leisure vehicles. Clearly, many dealers are affiliated to one or maybe a couple of particular funders directly. But of course, the customer is then restricted to the options that the dealer is offering unless the the customer takes it upon themselves to look look at the market outside of the dealer's arrangements. We've got a huge panel of funders. So we are a broker. We work with a panel of funders. We refer the customer to the funder that we believe is most suitable on our panel. And we've got over 60 funders on panel at the moment, many of which fund leisure vehicles of all shapes and sizes and all customer circumstances as well, which is important. Clearly, customers are looking for different solutions. Some customers might have extremely strong credit and looking for the very keenest deals. Some customers looking to purchase might have a slightly more challenging uh, credit profile, which needs a different solution. But with a whole of market choice, we can provide customers hopefully the best solution tailored for them. We have many, many funders that do fund leisure vehicles of all types. And we can find the best solution depending on the customer's profile, the profile of the finance, the vehicle, whether it's new or used. There's there's several nuances. Which um determine which funder might be the most appropriate for
2: the customer. One of them is left hand drive as well, isn't it? Some funders I know don't fund a left hand drive motorhome. It's odd that, even though it's got UK plates on it. But you're able to do that. Horse boxes. Well, I know from my own experience of working with you, you fund horse boxes too. And caravans, of course. We're talking motorhomes, but but caravans too, and camper vans as well
0: our leisure proposition for us incorporates motorhomes, camper vans, caravans, and, and as you say, horse boxes as well. And we, we fund um, hundreds of units of each of those. But yeah, we've got a strong proposition across the entire leisure space. And uh, I know we'll discuss it later, but we're looking forward to sort of um, showing showcasing those, um, those products at the, at the show, at the uh, show yeah. in October.
2: And do you fund a vehicle that someone's converted themselves, that someone's looking to buy? So it's not a factory conversion, but a but a kind of a backstreet conversion. Let's call it that.
0: Camper vans would perhaps be the most, the, the product more in that space. Um, yes, we've got options there. They are more niche options. We have got one or two sort of HP providers. We do have other loan options as well, which customers can avail themselves of. Unlike, for example, a VW California that comes off the production line as a camper, we can fund post production line conversions as well yes
2: interest rates are on the climb at the moment we're surrounded by news of you know increased costs of living and so on what impact is that having on the proposition of finance for the consumer at the moment
0: there's an upward trend in in rates there's there's no question about that and we're seeing that across all our sectors we deal with a large number of consumer funders which would be suitable of course to leisure vehicles but in other areas that we work um, with at Creative, we have a, lot, a large number of corporate funders as well for businesses. We're seeing those rates increase as well. Interestingly, at the moment, obviously, there's, there's a lot of talk in the news and in the papers regarding uh, your cost of living and energy bills, etc. But in terms of whether that's sort of styming the market, at, at present, we're not seeing that. We're seeing the leisure sector continuing to be uh, buoyant at the moment now maybe things will kick in in the next few months and we'll and we will see a downturn perhaps but at present we're not seeing that of course where pe- people that have got savings of course us will now be starting to see a little greater um interest coming through on their savings Maybe people will now be less willing to use those savings and perhaps put them to a to a high purchase agreement or, 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 to, or to fund a vehicle, perhaps outright. In the past, has been uh, people's perception has perhaps been the interest rates are so low on my savings, I'm not going to leave them in savings. I'm going to use them for a, for a purchase of a of a motorhome or whatever it may be. But as they yeah. start to creep up, perceptions may may change. Or, yeah. Or, 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 thought process may may change in that
2: regard you use the word their higher purchase now we're used to you know if people are listening have bought a car a pcp where you know, it's a monthly payment a personal contract plan and is that right is that what it stands for personal contract purchase there's a you know there's a monthly payment and there's a balloon at the end that's now available for motems although only recently isn't it in, a, in the last few years really has that become an option can you talk us through the ways that people can finance a motorhome so you know size of deposit is that is it just a monthly payment and you're done or is there a balloon at the end what are the options with a with a leisure vehicle
0: all of those and more I mean (laughs) I suppose I start by saying the the, by far the most popular um, arrangement remains a straight hire purchase arrangement We, we we fund 80 to 90 percent of of leisure vehicles we fund would be on that basis um you can fund up to a a 10-year term which is more generous than um vast majority of the market for for example a car or a commercial vehicle the 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 leisure products have the extended term which is going to be particularly of use going forward as uh, as you rightly said the prices are increasing so it's getting more expensive in order to keep that monthly payment manageable
2: and that's where you're making a monthly payment and then, you know, you, you at the end of it, you've paid it off. There is no bubble to pay off or balloon to pay off at the end, is there?
0: That's just a standard hire purchase, fixed monthly payments. And, and that's an important point, actually, fixed monthly payments. Yep. The, the way the interest rates are going at the moment, who, who knows what will happen in, in years to come? That you know that there's going to be no change on that higher purchase uh, arrangement so you know if interest rates do go through the roof that monthly payment will be fixed for the for the duration of the agreement so that that's not been something that people have really considered much the last few years where interest rates have been low for so long but that's now perhaps yeah. becoming a consideration that there hasn't hasn't been around for, for some years
2: yeah and that's about budgeting isn't it each month you you're, you're the same payment every month.
0: Absolutely. There are plenty of other options as well. There are um, You can do a shorter period with a balloon payment as well, um, and that balloon payment is based on the future value of the vehicle. It's based on what the customer's um, annual mileage is likely to be. There are a number of products out there uh, now with a balloon payment on, on the leisure vehicles. But even with the balloon payment, the monthly payments are not as uh, as low as they would be on the straight 10-year agreement. Um, yeah. So probably because of that as the main reason, um, we still see the vast majority of our business done on a straight high purchase arrangement as opposed to a, a balloon payment.
2: Now, an important point here is you mentioned that you can have a 10-year agreement. Most people don't keep a ledger vehicle for 10 years. It's feasible and possible, isn't it, to... You know, have it for a year and sell it. Uh, could you just explain how that works with the finance? If the customer uh,
0: wishes to settle after a, a shorter period of time and the finance is, uh, is over, get a settlement figure f- from the funder and that will be the amount required to settle. Without going into too much detail, for a consumer finance arrangement, which is for an individual, which is likely to be the vast majority of, of motorhome or camper van purchases The finance is protected by the Consumer Credit Act, and there will be set rules where the customer will not be penalised by more than a small amount if they settle the finance early. Very, very regulated. So the customer will not be heavily penalised should they wish to settle the finance early, which is an important point. Very, very different to non-regulated finance for companies, for example, where the set, where for early settlement, the penalties could be far higher. Yes. So the customer is reasonably well protected under the, uh, under the consumer regulation for settling uh, if they wish to settle the finance early, get a settlement figure. If they wanted to sell the vehicle, if it's on a finance arrangement, potentially the, the, the funder could settle off the existing finance as part of the deal or um, the, the, the customer's buyer would settle the finance off and take title to the vehicle that way. But getting a settlement figure from the funder would be the first stage. You know, that's a very straightforward process by speaking to the funder and, and getting the figure. In fact, if you've transacted through ourselves as a, as a broker like ourselves, as creative, we can, we can take the strain and get those figures for customers directly and, uh, and help them through the process there.
2: Yeah, and that's a fairly quick and simple process, isn't it, to go through? Very much so. We
0: concentrate on this point quite often, which is using a broker will take the strain of the liaison with the with the funder. We have so many customers that say to us, "It's impossible to get through to their bank to their to their funder." You're at the end of a call center for hours on end. The other day, I heard an example: you know, some some uh, some businesses are still using. COVID as a, as a reason why service levels are poor and, and we struggle to get our heads around that one slightly yeah. if I'm on it. without wanting to go off the topic of your initial question it, it's an important point not only for settlement figures but for other the whole transaction is that we can um, one stop shop and we'll we'll take all the strain of Customers not having to be on the end of the phone for an hour and a half for a settlement
2: figure. I actually asked a few people some questions or asked them to ask some questions about finance on a motorhome. Somebody said, well, where would I even start to get finance on a motor?" How would people start? You know, where would they go to research motorhome finance? I mean, if you go walk into a dealer, they're going to be tied potentially to a provider provider. Yeah, but how, how does somebody start when it comes to finance? So
0: you're right. If somebody goes into a main dealer, I'd be amazed these days if, if the funding conversation doesn't come up. And obviously, of course, it's part of a dealer's process to talk to the customer about how they're going to fund the vehicle. Online is obviously, of course, a great way to start. Um, loads of information online about funding motorhomes. but clearly give our, our website a plug at www.motorhome.finance, which is our dedicated site. Loads of information on there, which includes a calculation tool as well, actually. Um, It's it's very straightforward. Customer just puts in the amount they wish to borrow over what period. They give us a small indication of what their credit rating they they feel is like, from excellent to, to not so great. And from there, they can put in some details. They can contact us by phone, by email. They can actually even do a full application online if they wish to. We're not the only broker that does that. Of course, there's lots of choice out there in the marketplace. Yeah. The web- website is certainly a great place to start, not only for a quote, but to build up your knowledge of the products that are available to to, to leisure customers. But yeah, it's not difficult to get information about funding. No, for sure. But it's
2: worth noting, isn't it, for the listener, they don't have to take the finance from the dealer. They may choose to because that may be the best fit for them, but they don't have to. They are free to go out to the market to a company like yours and, and seek your help to make the purchase. Is that fair?
0: That is absolutely fair, yes. Yeah. And, and that, happen, that, that happens on a daily basis for us. Many, many customers come to us um, because they they have researched themselves. They, they haven't just taken the dealer's offering as the definitely the best offering. They, they've researched the market. And on many occasions, we've been able to help the customer with a with a better solution, um, a quicker solution and and often a, a better-priced solution as yeah, well. Yeah,
2: yeah. And certainly that's true, isn't it? When people say, well, I can just you know go and get a bank loan or a Tesco loan at the till almost these days. You pick up the leaflet, fill it in. But the, you can. can you explain the big difference between somebody taking a loan like that or using a credit card to finance a purchase, possibly remortgaging? Yeah, and that's a very viable way. But yes. how is motorhome finance different I know you have a very set of bespoke uh, products and an insight and understanding into the leisure vehicle market you know and, and someone could say to you it's an auto Apache 700 you would know what that is whereas you know Tesco Bank and the call center are going have not a clue but what's the big difference Steve between motorhome finance specific finance and the other forms of borrowing that are available to you know people day to day
0: yeah, absolutely. In answer to your question, yes, you could go on to you. You could get a personal loan. Tesco's and other supermarkets, Money Supermarket. There's there's thousands of options yeah. out there, as you know. But bear in mind, of course, that most personal loans uh, have a have a cap of twenty five thousand uh, pounds as a maximum lend. Also, uh, most will have a cap of five year term as well. Some will do a little longer. I've seen six and seven years these days, but in terms of a you know, £7,500,000 lend over 10 years, that's not going to be a personal loan type solution. If somebody only wants to fund a balance, they've got a large deposit, for example, and only want to fund £10,000 over five years as a top up for the purchase. Yeah, that's a viable option for that. But larger sums requiring funding over a longer period to make the monthly payments affordable are not uh, the personal loan is not going to be always the best route there. That, that's for sure.
2: I guess the big thing is that the the finance the motown finance is pegged to the vehicle, isn't it? As the security, whereas Absolutely. a loan is pegged to you, the individual. The, the vehicle is irrelevant to the lender. Correct.
0: Yes, it would be an unsecured, fully unsecured personal loan if you went to a, to a Tesco, for example. Yes, yes. Um, whereas a hard purchase is always. Secure. The, the funder um, always owns the vehicle. This, this is no different to a car or other, or other HP financing. The funder owns the vehicle until that last payment is made and then the yeah. title transfers to, to the customer. Uh, yep. But that's that, that's common that's common practice. You mentioned secured finance as well on, on property. Now this is a this is another option. Of course, as it's secured on someone's residential property, that's not everybody's cup of tea. Uh, of course, they they would perhaps choose a loan or high purchase route before that. But if somebody wants to um, do a secured loan on property. You can do that, of course, over a much longer period, you know, 20, 25 years potentially. We do do some of that. But, of course, there are there is legal paperwork involved in that. There is a charge taken over uh, somebody's residential property in doing so. Um, but for some people, it is a good solution. You might, you know, often people who have little or no mortgage, their house is unencumbered. They don't mind putting a £100,000 charge, for example, against their property to fund over a long period of time. For sort of the motorhome of their dreams, then and it it is a solution available um, yeah. out there, and we do do and, some of it.
2: But they take time to set up as well, don't they?
0: It's it's certainly not as quick a process. Perhaps, perhaps less time than you might think, but but there is a process involved uh, because there's there's charges, there's legal documentation, and of course it would need to be credit underwritten as well. For those reasons, and the fact that obviously a lot of people just don't want to have to secure a vehicle on their residential property it's nowhere near as popular as the high purchase choices that we have it's it's worth a mention certainly
2: going back to the term i mentioned the 10-year thing and most people own a motorhome maybe one three four years but you can sell it though can't you and just know, pay the finance off you're not tied to own the vehicle for 10 years that's just the term isn't it of the finance lend which of course brings the monthlies down Absolutely,
0: yeah, so so yeah. the customers can can settle and uh, sell that if at any point in the agreement um, and yeah. uh, no problem whatsoever, it is purely an extended term for, for budgeting purposes.
2: What does an overpayment do? Explain that because some people misunderstand the impact an overpayment makes so you know you you come into a few thousand pounds and decide to pay that into the finance what What does that do to the agreement? The rules are,
0: with, with, with most funders, you can settle up to £8,000, or, or, part, or part settle, of course, um, up to £8,000 per annum without penalty.
2: What, what happens to the monthly payments or the term? What's the impact?
0: Many funders give you, give customer the option so you can either reduce the term and keep those monthly payments the same or the monthly payments can uh, reduce and the, the agreement can continue to run for whatever the current remaining period of the finance would have been. There's another one or two nuances with particular funders and that is a classic case where, it, you know, if that is a driver for the customer, what happens in this situation and I want to be able to do this, Yes, then we know through the panel which which funder is likely to be more suited to that, that scenario? Where, of course, yeah. for one funder through a dealer, you're perhaps you're a little restricted. It's either that process or you have no other option. And for
2: me, I mean, we've worked with you in the past and that's been the biggest benefit is that before you start being able to discuss how do you think this is going to play out over time? How long are you planning to keep the finance running? How long are you keeping plan to keep the motor for yeah that's for me my my experience where working with a broker has been unique compared to funding it through a dealer because you've got that flexibility and certainly that's what you guys have offered us in the past which has been great a big benefit of working um, with a broker Stephen and we have a few other questions as well if I may what happens if you default on a payment Default on a
0: payment. So, that I suppose I'd, I'd quantify that slightly. If, if a customer is unable to make a monthly payment, yeah. as with all these things, uh, and this is what the, the, the FCA would say, and this is certainly what we would say as a broker as well, the key is for the customer to keep the funder in the loop of their circumstances. If the customer doesn't pay, doesn't pick up the phone, there's no communication, then that's a problem. The funder will be concerned. There's starting some that you probably get the customer's probably going to start to get some difficult phone calls and letters through the post. If a customer is in difficult circumstances, speak to the funder, explain the situation. Most funders try to be amenable in in, in difficult circumstances and will arrange perhaps a payment plan or or give advice on how it's best to catch up if a customer does go into arrears because it can um, be quite
2: scary can't it as a consumer when if you find yourself in that place and and again my own experience of working with a broker is they will work with you to really help you remodel and, and find a way through you know that tricky time uh, it was, certainly for me would be a big thumbs up for using a broker um, and, you know, as you say, you're not just in a queue in a call centre, you can actually go and speak to the person that, you know, you might have their mobile number and have a real conversation about it. That, yes, that's a big benefit. Definitely.
0: We, we, we'd encourage a
2: customer, but certainly a customer that came through and created for their finance,
0: if they felt that they were unable to manage their payments, speak to us straight away. With, with us, all our customers would have a, a dedicated contact point that they could get hold of quickly in that situation. Uh, we could liaise with the fund and, and, and try and help out as, as much as
2: we could. Um. So you're at the show, Stephen. Just tell us quickly then. You've got a stand at the NEC. You're in Hall 19, stand number three. Is that right? Tell us where they can reach you.
0: See us, see us at the stand, of course, at the show. Yep. They can look at uh, www.motorhome.finance just.finance. a lot of people think co dot UK at the end of that but that's not the case just very very simply www.motorhome.finance we don't have a call center and we're, we're glad we don't have a call center we' go through to one one of a couple of our brilliant people at the end of the phone they would then assess the customer in terms of whereabouts they are in the country we get somebody to put a call into them. That might be to take a finance proposal. It might just they might just want to talk through options available, similar to what we've um, what we've done here today. But we try and keep it. You could perhaps argue a bit old school, but but personable certainly. But for those that don't have time or don't necessarily want that phone call and want the technology to be able to put a full application through, um, there's the technology to do that as well. Customers can put in all their details, if they wish, all the vehicle details they're purchasing, full application,
2: and then we'll give them a call. So we're going to the show. Should be be like buying a house where we get geared up before we go? Or is it a case of go to the show, see what you want to find and buy, and then and then come to you? What, what order should people do it in?
0: What I would suggest is... It's important for somebody to understand their budget at the very least. I would say right. before yeah. before the show. So the, the quote tool, as I mentioned on our website. So how, if I if I borrowed forty thousand, if I want to buy a fifty thousand motor, pound motor over ten years, what's that going to cost me a month? Is that within my budget? Okay, so we can start looking at vehicles in that sort of price point. That's that's a good place to start. If somebody wants to see if they could get finance on a, not a particular vehicle, but let's say they want to buy a A £50,000 motorhome, they want to see if they could be approved on their credit profile, we'd be happy to do that in advance of the show as well, so they can go to the show knowing that funding is available for them fully, Uh, we can do that as well, or of course people at the show can come and see us on stand, we'll be all geared up to take finance proposals and talk customers through their options on stand. That was Stephen Blake, a good friend of yours, Matt.
2: Yeah, he is. I've known Steve for a while, quite a while. He helps us with the business, finance, and he's helped a number of our customers get finance as well. Handy man to know.
1: Okay, uh, that's us about done and dusted. But first of all, discount tickets for the big shows. This is the last week we're going to be doing this because the show is in about four weeks' time. We want you to get your tickets. Go onto the show website. What is it again, Matt?
2: mcshow.co.uk
1: And put the discount code in EX1. That's ECHO. X ray and the number one EX one. You'll get a discount. But if you want to win free tickets,
2: go to uk forward slash ask Matt and tell us your motorhome campervan or caravan or tent story. Funnier is good, <laughs> moving is fine. We've had a few sad ones. Memorable is key. So if you have a story, a tale from your camping or outdoor leisure holiday, we want to hear about it. Come and engage with us on the podcast, and we will pick the best.
1: We will. You'll get two tickets, no accommodation, no travel. You've got to sort that out for yourself. So there's no coming point coming to us at the show. You're making and, it sound rubbish. And moaning. It's not rubbish. It's fantastic. But we're just giving the tickets away. I'm just saying. Okay. Just in case you're thinking of turning up and staying at the... The, the worst the thing
2: are. that could happen is they turn up and you're there.
1: Um, (laughs) you never know I might still be anyway carry your bags for you
2: we'll keep it a secret which days you're going to be on site that's a good idea if you are going to the show come and see us we're in the entrance to hall 9 we are recreating this little studio and we will be recording podcasts from the show all week live we're going to be broadcasting live and Keith is going to join me for some of the show as well but yes we'll keep the days that you're there secret
1: it's going to be great I was being measured up today by one of uh, Matt's minions uh, for the desk which is uh, uh, going to be uh, set up there at the, oh, the, i thought the you picture. meant for your tag <laughs> no no i thought he was i thought he was measuring me up for me coughing to be <laughs> honest it's going to be snug let's put it that way uh so all right that's asked about uh, done and dusted socials man how do people yeah. keep in and stay in touch
2: get in touch on the website motorhome Matt, we're the same on instagram MotorhomeMat.co.uk, and you'll find us on facebook as well motorhome Matt. join us on youtube too where you can watch the podcast at motorhome Matt.